It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something. Something. Bravo. Lord Lattimore Volkman. Just Place. And Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com. You're listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place and I am joined by Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. Today, Something Something Broncos is brought to you by Garrett Bowles is nothing if not consistently awful. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Uh I went on and just kind of poked around his penalties and and he's had um a lot a lot of penalties. He's had 24 holding penalties. Um 32 penalties total. 7 of those were declined. Uh and I I can't I don't have the stat for how many were uh overruled because they were offsetting, but but that is a crap ton of penalties in just 34 games played. That's that's 211 total yards. That's two touchdowns. He's killed more than that because most drives. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, just in yardage. I mean, if you think about moving the ball, I mean, making me like him less, and I already (laughs) like him less. So yeah, (laughs) thirty-four games, twenty-four holding penalties. That's a lot. What's not good is that he's doesn't get it either. You listen to his comments, and he's just he says he doesn't agree with it. It's you look at the tape, and it's it's clear and obvious he just doesn't understand hand placement or even simple technique that most offensive linemen understand. So, or that you can't just drive them to the ground. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, like he, he tackles him. He's like, yeah, I did it. Got him, he's he like, sucker. What? No, Ooh. no, that's <laughs> not how it's done. <laughs> you want this? No, yeah. That's I agree, it. though, that the most disturbing part is less the number of penalties be- because it signals he really doesn't care about getting better. There's probably some truth to the fact that he has a learning disability that makes it difficult to do this, but it's not impossible. It's more about recognizing, okay, I need to work harder because it's going to take me a little more time to process this or whatever it is. He, he's been told. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders said he's told him, the coach has told him. Clearly, our Hall of Fame offensive line coach has told him, and it hasn't changed. So I am of the opinion that the minute we have enough, enough depth by Jawan James coming back, that bench bowls immediately and put Wilkinson in there. Juwan James in and let him recognize that there are consequences to not giving a shit about your game. You know what Bowles reminds me of? It's like when you go to like a new hamburger place and you're like, oh, that sounds amazing. And you order like like what sounds like the, the best hamburger, got bacon on it and cheese and they even throw like a little onion ring on there because why not? It's the most amazing burger ever. And you get it, and it comes out, and it looks amazing, and then you pick it up, and it's just like a soggy mess that just falls apart in your hands. Like It's like, by all accounts, he should be a great offensive lineman. He was taken high in, in the first round in the draft. Like, I mean, yes. it, there, there should be something there. Instead, it's just a messy sandwich that falls apart in your lap. John Elway's biggest failure here, and it has shown up in a few, you know, like with the pick of Paxton Lynch, is not necessarily in talent evaluation. It's in the psych evaluation. It's in recognizing whether a player has the capability to improve and to learn and to be able to you know, go beyond just the college level of football. And clearly Garrett Bowles did not have that piece. He has the physical ability. He does not seem to have the mental ability to get better. Yeah, I would agree with that. The mental side, work ethic, all that goes into being great in the NFL is like mostly mental. You don't, you know, talent will take you far. Uh, but if you don't have the, the right mindset to be great and to work hard and improve, you're never going to pan out long-term in the NFL. And that seems to be a hallmark of his draft picks here. Would so, you add uh, Julius Thomas to that list? Uh, Peyton Manning made him great. If you don't have Peyton, you're going to have to work a lot harder. And, and how did that work out? <laughs> His dad had high hopes for him. So. <laughs> I don't think it's been a hallmark of all of John Elway's draft picks. Like outside Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, uh, give me a first-round draft pick that's really panned out. Yeah, but like even even Bradley Roby, I don't think I wouldn't call that one a miss. He did become inconsistent, and so there's there's something there that was lacking. But I, there's a part that's going to be really hard to tell. I think yeah. Garrett Bowles. If you have a football player who comes in and you know he's got a great physical talent, but there's a mental piece that is really difficult for him, then you need to do some stuff to help him understand film breakdown and and what it is that allows him to really process the technique change he's got to make. I mean, but, there's something that they needed to do ahead of time if they're going to go ahead and take a chance on a player that, that has you know, a, a difficulty processing the game. The problem isn't that so much as you have to know if the person is willing to be open to 
working with you on it. And based on Bulls' comments, he's not willing to work on well, he it. He's not recognizing. He he That's what I'm saying. To work on. Yeah, his remarks are of someone who who hasn't yet begun to even begin thinking about making yeah, his sort of change. Basic. <laughs> this was an exact quote after he said he disagrees. You know, it's football. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. It's like no, no, it's not football. You're you're not you're doing things wrong to hurt your team. It's not football. It isn't what it is. It's you screwing up. You need to fix it. Guys, you know, I'm I, I look at this 211 yards. That's in penalties marked off. That is not that does not take into account like positive plays negated. Like, negated. Exactly. Yeah, like if you think about Emmanuel Sanders in the preseason, like that huge gain, like like one of the only plays in the preseason that we could point to and be like, "Yay, Broncos!" Well, even even last, last week, week. Philip Lindsay had a 19 yard run wiped out, and you add the 10 yard penalty, that's 29 yards right there. You know, yeah, that's not so, just 19 yards you lost. That's 19 minus another 10 because you went back another 10. So it's 211 yards plus the negated yards. He is upwards of 3,000 yards in penalties. Oh my god. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> also, it, I mean, even if it were like five yards, but five yards takes you out of field goal contention, yeah. that's three points. I mean, that, it, it makes a huge difference. It, it does feel like a lot of his penalties come when the Broncos are in scoring position, too. That's that's the frustrating part. And I, I feel like looking at the film, he, he gets away with so many holding penalties. Like, I mean, almost every play seems to come with him having bad technique that could technically be called holding, and the refs let it go. But when you get close to scoring range, you know, maybe the refs are saying, okay, well, now you got to stop because now we're going to hurt the other team if we keep letting you get get away with this crap and we should I, stop complaining about all the holding penalties against vaughn that never happened because of the number of holding penalties that Garrett no shit. <laughs> yeah right yeah if, if i was no Vaughn, i'd kidding. be super pissed i'd go over and be like you're the reason like <laughs> yeah yeah in addition to garrett bowles there were 21 other players on the field uh, at given times uh, what did you think about the Bears game? Sorry. For me, fortunately, the Bears also had a number 72 blocking for them who was getting called for holding penalties. It was just like, it was kind of nice to see that, you know, the refs started seeing number 72 and just started calling them holding penalties. It's the it number. worked out both ways. Maybe we number. should trade Bulls' jersey. Give him a different number and they won't call it. <laughs> we should retire it. Idea. We should retire his jersey with him in it. <laughs> <laughs> If teammates talking to him and coaches talking to him isn't working, then truly he's got to be benched. And I understand the predicament that the coach is in with being able to do that right now, but the yeah, minute they need to get James to, back. I'd put him down. The old yeller? Like, what? Like, go like, make Mike Munchak do it. Horse. Like, <laughs> your lineman, Mike. Go, t- go take care of him. So yeah, there there were other things that happened. It was just what was that was what you're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So uh, how about the end? Because it was really 58 minutes of, of pretty terrible football, and then all of a sudden Broncos got it in gear. Uh, how did we feel about how the end went down? Well, the roughing the passer call on Bradley Chubb was complete horse crap. You know, he I get that they called it because he quote landed on him. But he was also tackled into the quarterback on a holding by the offensive lineman, 
how was he supposed to avoid landing on him with an offensive lineman on his back? I mean, that was such horse crap. And, and then, when that and happened, then to uh, catch the ball, uh, get tackled, uh, call timeout, and blow the whistle within in under a, a second. second. Yeah. yeah. In, in 0.25 seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, okay. Okay. So they're playing the Packers this week, and <laughs> that's that's what matters. <laughs> I don't know which one of you wrote that the game was stolen from the Broncos, and that is absolutely true. But if you kind of, if we kind of just set that aside for a minute and and not talk about what the refs did or didn't do to our chances, I was encouraged, I guess, by the end of the game, even though we lost, because. We, we improved quite a bit over that performance on Monday night. I was sure we were going to get blown out. I thought Joe Flacco was going to be flattened by the second quarter because our offensive line was going to be so bad. And, you know, they hung in there with the Bears. The defense was actually pretty good other than that just that last play. But they, they held them to 120 yards passing, one touchdown, a lot of three and outs. I mean, they... They did a lot better, and the offense looked, you know, quite competent. In, other than, other than the interception, but you know, they the score with Emmanuel Sanders going for two. I mean, there were a lot of things that were good takeaways. It just unfortunately gets lost in the fact that we lost, and we lost in such a heart-crushing, unfair way. Yeah, I think the biggest we we wrote about this this week on My Heart Report. Um, there are a couple of big tape takeaways um the the first was the big improvement in the defense on just basically going from 75 percent third down defense to 27 percent in in one game you know chris harris jr said before the game too that he he predicted right off the bat he's like hey this is gonna be a low scoring defensive fight and the fact that he could see that and know that you know the broncos defense was gonna come out and play better fundamental football against uh, the Bears uh, is a positive step forward. Um, I think the biggest concern might be the usage in the running game um, on offense for the Broncos. Philip Lindsay is, and Royce Freeman are splitting carries. They're pretty even. I think the difference right now is three carries. Uh, the big difference though is Philip Lindsay is at three yards a carry and Royce Freeman is over five right now. You know, you, you got to start looking at that and thinking maybe we need to, maybe the Broncos need to feature Royce Freeman as their primary back and start using Philip Lindsay in space and um, on those, you know, special kind of plays. Stop running them inside and up the gut. It's just not working. And maybe the, you know, maybe it's hurting the offense at this point. Well, Chris Harris said that it would be a low-scoring defensive battle. Is, are there really any other type of Broncos football games these days? <laughs> I mean, it's not I'm really not going out years. on a limb here, guys. Like, it's, well, we're not going to score a lot of points. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fan Pulse. Yes, SB Nation's fan pulse every week. So uh, you sound so excited. I know. Well, I'm looking. Uh, SB Nation's fan pulse. SB Nation's fan pulse every week. <laughs> no, seriously though, fan pulse has been going on for two years, and we started the year with 28. percent This was the day before Vance Joseph was fired. So think bottom. We are at the very bottom of the bottom. <laughs> We shot up to right after the draft up to 84% confidence. So we're thinking, oh, this is, we finally did it. We're, we're turning things around. We got Noah Fant. We got Easy Noah Fant. <laughs> Dalton Reisner, all that good it's stuff. It's going down. Well, we're, we're right back where we started at 24%. Oh, we're so, even worse. We're below. Even where worse. We we're, we're below end the of floor. the term Vance Joseph I think reason it was so high right then at the end of the season is because everybody knew Vance was getting fired so we're thinking okay things are looking up but yeah yeah there's some positivity but, <laughs> in it being over I, I think guess. that is an un- that is too bad Broncos country needs to that that was I feel t- I I totally agree I think that was a vast overreaction to the first two games I'm seeing I think the Broncos are training up I think um the things the coaches are doing right now you know that the the results aren't there, but you can see the Absolutely. trend is is going in the right direction here. Wow, Absolutely. you guys are just just throwing yourselves out there, aren't you? Yeah. I agree, Tim. <laughs> you guys are awful brave. There's a good likelihood we come home zero and three, no doubt. And Broncos country is going to freak out again. But I think it's unfair to to. Just look at the team based on the on the record. We knew it, we knew it was a tough schedule. We knew that we had a new coach, and even though he's a defensive mastermind, people who are reading Mile High Report should know that it was not going to be, you know, just a, a seamless transition because we don't have the exact same caliber of player at every position that Vic Fangio had in Chicago or that he ended up with in San Francisco. So it was always going to take time. And hopefully they, you know, they figure it out before the end of the season and even hopefully before the middle of the season. But we also are playing at, with some pretty big weaknesses at positions that are really important for this defense to work well. And so you, you can't be – I don't think you can be down on the team or down on the coach completely, and nobody should feel worse than they did when Vance Joseph was still the coach. I mean, come on. That's insane. Like you said, Tim, they're trending up, and that's what's encouraging to me. I felt they like should have won that game too. God damn it! They should have, and and in spite of all of the mistakes that we did make, they still should have won that game. So that doesn't make them a terrible team just because the record indicates we're the bottom of the NFL. And if players thought the way fans did, I mean, this this team would never win another game because they'd be like, oh, they'd we're terrible, dolphins. I can't do anything, I'm not going to play, the coach sucks, I suck. I mean, and fa- fans are just way too fickle. Broncos fans, well, I think, are way too Well, uh, uh, Lori, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Uh, okay. I, yeah, I will. I will. Say, I I I appreciate that you and Tim are very positive about it, and I and I wish I was as positive as y'all. However, uh, I believe it was either uh, Joe Rolls or, or Jeffrey Esri who posted the tweet saying. Uh, showing uh, uh, QB hits and sacks in the league. And Vic Fangio, Bradley Chubb, and Von Miller are dead-ass last in the league for, for that. <laughs> like, like, if you had told me going into the season that that would be one of the, the central stats so far, I would be like, well, they're both hurt. Or, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no way that I would have ever imagined that that would happen. So that makes me incredibly nervous. However, I do think that, I think Vaughn will get his first taste of Aaron Rodgers uh, this weekend. I, 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 if there's anybody he wants to sack, it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, that's a feather in his hat, and you know he wants to be an all timer, and that's important. You got to keep keep the sacks coming on Aaron Rodgers. Um, the other thing I notice about the fan uh, pulse is that uh, Broncos fans have never really been in this situation before of, of being 0-2. Like the last time we were 0-2 was the year after Elway retired. Like that is kind of unheard of uh, for an entire generation of Broncos fans. So um, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. It's We're not used to being in this situation. So of course it's dire. Well, well I <laughs> of course have, we're overreacting. I, I would like to remind you though, that, that, the year they started 0-2 in 99, they beat the Packers that year 31-10. to So, you know, there's that. And also, I have a bold prediction for you, Jess. The Broncos oh. will get five sacks in this game Ooh. on Aaron Rodgers. Whoa. Whoa Aaron Rodgers' offensive line is probably not that much better than our offensive line. So we have that, that going for us. Does that count uh, kneel downs to end the game? Or... <laughs> You are just a negative Ray person, of sir. Yeah, yeah. No, well, you know. What is up with you, Jess? You well, I'm a realist. No, actually, I, I picked us to beat the Packers uh, when the schedule came out, and I stand, I stand by it. I believe we will keep beat them because it's important to us as Bronco fans that we beat the Packers. It was important so. to us to beat the Raiders too, and look how that. <laughs> oh, now who's negative? Yeah. We're still waiting. You know, our next win is the Broncos' 500th win, which is like this, you know, kind of cool milestone. And <laughs> I hope we get it this season because can you imagine if we win all 2019 without getting the 500th win? Okay. I will tell you there is a, a consolation in this season in that um, Vance Joseph already wrecked all of our great records. So like, like the, the shutout record, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about, um, you know, wind streaks and things like that. It's just, it's like, forget it. Like he already killed all that. So we can start over fresh. It seems like s someone's always coming up with a new one though. Like last week, you know, first time Owen two since 99 or whatever. Like I wish people would stop pulling out those negative records like who cares don't talk about those come on find something to make us sound good even though we're haven't been playing that way well, we'd just be the fan <laughs> we <were> trade Vaughn. <laughs> yeah right trade Vaughn. i'm looking forward to the packers i i you know they're they're the first person we want or the first team we won a super bowl against and you never forget your first and so it's always <laughs> special to play the packers um, 
uh, I've got a, a bunch of friends that live out there in Wisconsin and uh, they tried to entice me to go. Um, I told them I could not make it and I am sort of okay with that decision seeing how we've started off. However, Lori, uh, you are packing your bags. I'm excited. I'm going to Lambeau Field and I'm going to go watch the Broncos surprise the Packers. So there. So there, Tim. Hater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game is on Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern. I'm leaving Saturday morning. I'm going to go take the Lambeau Field tour on Saturday afternoon. Ooh. Party in Green Bay on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> the Packer Hall of Fame is pretty cool. I, I did it a couple years back. I, it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot, there's a lot of kind of Bronco stuff in there if you if you know where to look. Well, there is a picture of John Elway doing the helicopter against Green Bay somewhere in there. And so so that's my challenge to you. All uh, right. Go on Photo Safari and see if you can find that picture of John Elway doing <laughs> the helicopter at the Packers Hall of Fame. So. I imagine they don't make it front and center. It's probably not their favorite. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Predictions, uh, score, or play-wise, uh, Lori, do you, do you have any uh, prognostications for Sunday? If it's a low-scoring affair, that works to our advantage. I mean, we need it to be. Uh, we don't want to see Aaron Rodgers on the air attack to Devontae Adams all day long. So hopefully our defense is in sync enough to put some pressure on him, make him a little shaky so that our, our secondary can at least keep them in check. And also we're going to have to use the running game if we really want to be effective against their defense, because the strongest part of their defense are their quarterbacks, their secondary as good as Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton have been, I think we need to plan on running the ball. And so, honestly, in this case, it's going to be useful to have both Lindsey and Freeman out there so we can change it up and use their different skill sets to kind of throw off the, the Packers line. Tim? I am in alignment with that game plan. Uh, Packers <laughs> have, <laughs> the Packers have one of the... Uh, have had struggled against the run uh, in both games. They're ranked near the bottom of the league. Uh, their pass defense is super elite, but they're third right now. So if, if the Broncos offense is going to compete here, they need to, they need to ground and pound all day long. Um, in my picks post on Thursday, I went ahead and had the Broncos cover the spread because they're, they're touchdown underdogs right now. And uh, you know, I gave them the win 23, 21. That's, Ooh. that's going to be my prediction. Hmm. Got them field goals sassy. in there. <laughs> sassy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to get the field goals. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I don't have a score prediction. I just, I'm terrified. That my biggest fear is that Aaron is just going to go back. Aaron Rodgers, we're on a first name basis for another show. Um, Aaron is going to go back and just, just start rifling balls all over the field and yada won't be able to keep up. And it's just going it, to, it, it's going to get away from us early just because they, they're going to be able to, hit those deep balls. Uh, so uh, I hope I'm not right, but that's that's my biggest fear. <laughs> you know, last week we saw some good some good coverage by Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. And Jeffrey Essery has pointed out that basically what the Broncos did in the second part of the Raiders game when Yidem was getting, you know, targeted and just torched all game long they kind of moved those guys to give him some help. And they did that again against the Bears, and it basically worked. I mean, we took away the passing game, 
even though Mitch Trubisky is no Aaron Rodgers, that worked, and they, they had some chemistry there in the secondary to negate a lot of passing play. So hopefully we can do that again. And I think, I think we're hoping Todd Davis is back. Is that right? Looks like he will be playing. Looks like it, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's so, Lori, you're telling me my fears are unfounded. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm they saying are. there are some remedies that could. You're dismissing my feelings. <laughs> that's right. I'm totally discounting you. <laughs> I bared my soul about my fears going into Sunday, and and this is what you do. Had an attachment injury. Yeah. We need to talk about this. My kids. <laughs> Damn right, I'm not. It's a terrible argument. Forget it. It's a game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to give a score prediction. I'm going to make one up. I'm going to go 22-20. Just, just to price is right you again. <laughs> that is five field goals right there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you know, legit. <laughs> Darn tootin'. Are we ready for... The mystery question. Yes, we are. Mystery question. Mystery question. Mystery question. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Uh, okay, all right. So this is this is very easy. Uh, it's very it's Packers related. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question of Lori because I have a sense that Tim probably knows the answer. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. This is very easy. Mystery question, Lori Lattimore Volkman. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is your thinking cap on? Uh huh. I've got my lifeline right here. <laughs> Would you like to phone a friend? Yes. Um, I'm going to phone who was Who was the first Denver Bronco to score a touchdown? Ever? Ever. Was it Cookie? No, no. Cookie it didn't wasn't come Cookie? Until uh, after the 65. It was the fullback, though, right? A halfback. God, what was this? Gene Mingo? No, no, no. Getting closer, getting warmer. Uh, that's I'm done. Okay. It wasn't Lionel First, Taylor. No, no, no. Get, getting, getting. Get, at least they shared the roster together, so that you're getting closer. Um, First touchdown scored ever in AFL history against and Denver Broncos history against the New England Patriots. Uh, it was Al Carmichael. Oh, Carmichael. Yeah, number 40, halfback. Uh, he was uh, a first-round pick of the Packers in 1953. He's in the Packer Hall of Fame. He played 16 games with the Denver Broncos, uh, rushed for 235 yards uh, and two touchdowns, and uh, catching passes from one Frank Tripuca, number 18. He had 639 yards and five touchdowns. Um, he recently passed away on September 7th. Oh, so, I remember your tweet about him. The one that rest Patrick in peace. Light. I know, I know. It's like, he knows who I am. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> a couple seasons shy of 10 years. And back in those days, um, you yeah, get Frank really hurt <laughs> playing football. <laughs> and so it's kind of a miracle he lasted as long as he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Frank Trapuca's career started in the 40s, right? So they were all, that, that team was... Long in the tooth, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, his nickname was Hoagie. So if you've heard of Hoagie Carmichael, uh, that's him. 
and he's in the Packer Hall of Fame. So, so Lori, when you go yeah. to the Hall of Fame, there, there's a room you walk into, and there's there's all sorts of uh, gold footballs. And so they've got like Sterling Sharp and Kabir Gabaja Gabiamila, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, let's, and yeah, and so Al Carmichael's football is there. I, I believe it's on the left hand side. You got to got to take a look at that. So there you all go. All right. There you Man, go. I got two things to go find. Right. Scavenger hunt. hunt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I guess that brings us to the end of our our uh, broadcast, the Something Something Broncos podcast. Uh, is there anything else uh, you guys would like to add, or should we just put a little nice little orange and blue bow on this sucker and kick it out the door? I I think that's what we're ready to do. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. <laughs> go Broncos. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos. Uh, I am Jess Place, and uh, I was joined today by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. And you can find our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, uh, Google Play Store, and uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, be sure to rate us and comment uh, uh, on what you think of our podcast, uh, mostly because uh, we cannot figure out how to do it. So please do it for us and leave us nice reviews. <laughs> Mostly because we cannot figure out how to rate ourselves. <laughs> but when we do, oh man, get ready. Five stars. Gonna five star. It's going to be six out of five stars. So here you go. Here's your challenge out there, podcast listeners. Go through our uh, comments on this podcast and see if you can figure out uh, which one Lordy is. <laughs> oh, I hit the old funny bone there, didn't I? Woo. More importantly, see if you can figure out which one Lori's mom, Bonnie, is. <laughs> <laughs> and whether she was in the pantry while she was yeah. writing it. She's eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen all the time. <laughs> Alexa, play Mile High Report podcast. That's <laughs> oh, like all Here's fucked Mile up. Mile High Report for Denver Broncos fans from TuneIn. Resuming Broncos podcast. Something something Broncos recaps Raiders game and looks ahead to the Bears. <laughs> Alexa, knock it off. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lenamorvolk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com. Mine is. I see me. Hi. Oh, I don't see you. Am I not there? Maybe I need to leave now. I'll be right back. <laughs> Are you, I'm going to Green Bay, by the way, Tim. So You're going to be at the game? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, let's make the show about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I almost went. I I'm glad I didn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I knew something was up because there wasn't uh, the customary uh, Lori uh, uh, chuckle <laughs> at the end. So I was like, oh, either this must suck. <laughs> <This is> terrible. <laughs>
idiots. Uh, like Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. Idiots. <laughs> right. Is that it? That's it? That's no a more? wrap. All right. Well done. Thanks, guys. Yeah. See you later. See you. Bye. See you guys. Keep it sleazy. Yeah. <laughs>